0: Hey everyone, I am the Chosen One Legend here, as always joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Kai, also
1: known as Fascarine.
0: And welcome back to the Bunch of Jokers podcast, where we talk gaming news from the past month, and uh we are once again on that sort of post-direct cooldown where there's there's not too much happening.
1: <laughs> it's... Yeah, we're just kinda
0: of chilling at the moment.
1: There's nothing too crazy going on with you know.
0: I'm are always... busy,
1: you know, talking about Mario Kart and making <laughs> speculation, and everyone telling us, "What about Diddy Kong?" Yeah, we know.
0: We... Anyway, Diddy so... who? I mean, <laughs> uh, but I, I do appreciate, you know, that the, the call cool down to get through the backlog and maybe finish Tears of the Kingdom one day. Making making gradual progress, but um, yeah. there's been some other stuff in the meantime. We've definitely got a few little bits to talk about, as well as the Mario Kart tracks, because you know we just we've done some shorts, but we haven't actually discussed them in depth yet. So all of that will be in this video, and of course, as always, there are timestamps in the description below. So if you want to the go cut ahead to any of your particular moments, you can do so in the description. But, if you're ready, Kai, we'll get started with our first segment, which is... I am ready. Uh, is, um, um, can't have a podcast about news, baby. I almost forgot the segment I've been doing for three years. <laughs> you think it should be on <laughs> the back of my mind at this point. But yes, yeah. this is where we uh, talk about the news topics. And starting things off, we're going with the, the big one, really, for this month, which is Mario Kart, Booster, cast, booster Course Pass, Mario Kart DLC Way Five. We got two new uh, cups: the Feather Cup and the Cherry Cup. With t- with returning tracks such as Daisy Cruiser and Cooper Cape, as well as new ones like Athens, Vancouver, and the Bathroom. And this is a really strong set. I don't know how you found it, Kai, because we, we did we did play it together on your stream, and there's a short of that on the channel um, already. Yeah. But I thought it was really good selection in general.
1: Yeah, and if you're you're talking about those three new characters that got introduced, I guess you really could call Mm. it a boobster cast. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh,
0: exactly. (laughs) Intentionally.
1: Yeah, no, the tracks were good though. They were very fun, as usual. Uh, Very good additions, very good ones to bring back, and of course the tour tracks were fun. Uh, Yeah, there's
0: not really much to complain about here, apart from you beating me on most
1: of them. Yeah,
0: (laughs) what can I say? It's just pure skill, nothing to do with items. <laughs> but uh, it's like Cooper cape is one of my favorites going back to the wii which is you know one of my nostalgia games so that's really great to see here brought back i the, the bathroom track really has so much to it like just just in concept mm-hmm. alone it's ridiculous and it's such a fun idea but look the little ways that you can take an entire shortcut from like the water bursting out of the toilet which um I have some issues on the cleanliness of that, but otherwise, (laughs) it's just really creative. Like, when you go down the pipe in the bathtub as well, I don't know what they're on at Mario Kart Development, but they should keep at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was interesting how half that track ended up being the drainage, basically. But it's always interesting, especially when you've got that bit, for example, in the bath part just before that. Like, it's it's strangely open in Mm. areas, and I've noticed a couple tracks do that. It's not a bad thing, to be clear, but it's very interesting how they've laid out these tracks and especially bringing in the tour ones with their different lap designs it yeah. seems like they've widened what's classed as a track you know a lot of it, they've gotten rid of a lot of the traditional style and gone for like random open areas like we say or different lap designs and I think mm. that's a good thing I think it's good to have that mix because of course the retro tracks do have still the traditional style so yeah, yeah I like it it's good
0: it's nice that the DLC has its own flair and I, I wonder if that's something they're going to, you know, take note of and maybe they're experimenting in, in, prepare, in preparation for Mario Kart 9. Whenever that happens mm. not that they need to release it because somehow 8 still sells but um, yeah. you know, there's definitely d- stuff here that they could take forwards. you know, incorporate the sort of multiple crisscrossing going reversing on tracks thing that they're doing with the tour tracks and implement it into new Brand new tracks. Like, I mean, they even added it to uh, uh, Peach Gardens, the DS track, you know. So they've, yeah. they've clearly shown that they're not against changing past tracks to incorporate that new mechanic. So I could see that being a big gimmick for them going ahead, I suppose.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Like, it's it's a good sign for the future. But then again, the future <laughs> seems like we might be on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for another 10 years. So
0: yeah. <laughs> who knows?
1: Uh, another booster course is certainly possible. I don't know how many tracks to bring mm. back are actually remaining, but if this yeah. <laughs> ends up being the Smash Ultimate of Mario Kart where every track appears, then sure, like, that's fine, I
0: guess. <laughs> Couldn't complain, yeah. We've, we've only got one confirmed set left, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it keeps going in some form. Even just give us new battle tracks, you know? I would happily accept more of those, so... Uh, oh, that would be cool, yeah. Yeah, like, um... the. Is it Block Tower or Block Plaza or something? From, that's been like yeah, Wii GameCube. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to yeah. see that in there. So, um, mm. Or even a new version. So yeah, definitely uh, continuing to be good. And uh, for our next story, we have uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man 2 got another trailer, which is a game that I am very hyped for, if not for the fact it's releasing the same day as Mario Wonder, because game companies are <laughs> cruel. But... um It was sort of a bit more of a story trailer where we sort of get a look at Harry Osborn's returning. We get our first proper look at Venom, not just Peter in the suit, but, you know, the antagonist Venom who looks suitably terrifying. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm just I'm definitely excited to eventually get this one. I I don't think you've played Spider-Man at all, Kai, but what did you think of what you saw of it?
1: No, I haven't played any of the games but of course I've I've seen bits of them here and there and um, they they seem very good, obviously. Uh, Yeah, the the trailer seems good. I liked it. I like how it set up the story um, with, you know, introducing these characters. It's always interesting to see how different iterations of Spider-Man will happen, of course, especially recently with the movies. Yeah. Um, You know, of course we're like, we do video games so we don't talk hugely about like you know, so superhero or comic book type stuff, but um, it's it's definitely been good to see Spider-Man still being relevant recently. Um, and I like the take that this game has done on it. You know, you've got um, Miles Morales there, you've got Venom, you've got the traditional Peter Parker. Like they've got all the different key themes there of the different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, it seems good. I've seen some bits of the gameplay, of course, and and they seem really clean. Just overall, yeah, like a really solid game. So yeah,
0: know. not not really too much to say, but it looks like it's continuing to develop on what Spider-Man One did so well. And it just if I did had one mild complaint thing, and this I've I've had no one else say this, so it might just be completely a me thing. But for some reason, some of the faces look a bit uncanny valley for me. I don't know what it is, but MJ kind of scares me. I it might just be me because no one else is saying it. But and also let of course, let me have
1: another look.
0: Yeah it, it might cuz I feel like Miles looks fine than that. Peter looks a little off but they've changed his face like four times in these games and they're continuing to do that so who knows. Yeah. But um it again it doesn't matter. It's a even if it is a thing, it's it's such a minor complaint. You know, maybe it's just a case of the more realistic they get, the more you sort of notice when it's not realistic, but I don't know. It's um it's I couldn't unsee it on that first watch, but I'll get over it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I I can't really see any issues. I think I see where you're coming from,
0: hmm. but
1: no, I I wouldn't have any complaints about that personally. Um, Maybe
0: I've just played. I've just spent too long in Tears of the Kingdom. I've forgotten what a real person looks like. I can only think <laughs> of their weird me faces. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> They need to be based off of (laughs) me's. It's not right otherwise. (laughs) Oh,
1: dear. Yeah, it looks very good. The whole, like, craven angle is very interesting as well. Yeah. Um, I I wonder, I mean, I don't know if this has been already talked about, but I wonder if that's going to interlink with the idea of um, all all the other, like, antagonist-type forces they've put in the game, such as Venom. Yeah. because I suspect mm. I can already see the links that could be made from those two antagonists. So um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they do it, you know?
0: Definitely one to keep an eye on. And uh, another thing we've got here to keep an eye on is Castlevania is getting finally... We, we It was announced years ago, if it was like at this point, but we got mm-hmm. a trailer for um, Castlevania Nocturne, which is like a sequel series that takes place on a different Belmont, this time we're doing Richter, who of course is in Smash Bros. Um, he's looking a lot less campy here and more, oh, this is serious and terrifying, but that's much like the previous yeah. animated series. And, I mean, not that you can tell too much, especially from my perspective, who I don't know Richter lore. It, it just looks like more of the same, and the previous series was insanely good, so I am mm. very hyped for this coming out next month, basically, end of September.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It looks really good. I, I really liked, actually, the um, audio from the trailer, like the music, mm. um, something about it. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm paying extra attention to this. But yeah, the animation looks good, of course. Um, specifically, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of those battle scenes, you know, the fights that take place. Yeah. Because uh, it already looks, just from the small snippets of it, we've seen that there's going to be a lot of creativity put into those. So that's a real highlight for me.
0: Hmm. Because you haven't you haven't seen the previous Castlevania series, have you, Kai? At all. Uh,
1: I've seen season one. I believe. It, oh, yeah. I, I
0: watched it with
1: Sam actually. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I remember wa- you like saying. a while back, but yeah. I could not tell you a thing about it. Uh, I, really. <laughs> if you get
0: the chance, I know. I know you're very busy, but if you get the chance, it, especially after season one, which is only four episodes, it takes off and gets insane, and it's. <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be more of the same. Just incredibly good combat, very gory. But um, so you know, as long as you don't mind that kind of stuff, you're in for something yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. And I think one one of the specialties of the previous Castlevania series was just the character dynamic was so much fun. I mean, Trevor was a really you know he he could be serious, but he was also a very funny and uh, protagonist. And he's yeah. like dynamic with both Cipher and Alucard, who I suppose could appear in this because he's a vampire and you know they live a long time. You know, so. As long as, we didn't really see much of this, but I'm just, as long as the characters, they get that right again, which I'm sure they will, you know. I'm excited to see what Richter looks like personality-wise and how he's dynamic with his cast is, because that really yeah. is what brings it to life as well as the action. But looks promising at the very least.
1: Yeah, I agree. Just very, very cool vibes. Um, Richter, I, I do like Richter being chosen as the next protagonist for this kind of thing. Mm. Um you know, he's got a cool design. Uh, so yeah, I, I do wonder how they'll display his character. Because in that trailer, they showed him off as very, like, obviously serious, I think, because that's the overall idea they want to portray. But yeah. yeah, if they add in some other sort of light-hearted moments or just a different side to him other than crying all the time, then, <laughs> you know, that's cool by me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he did cry a lot in that trailer, if I'm remembering right. <laughs> Richter's just like me for real. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> True. <laughs> I would definitely be crying in vast face with a vampire—that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how his character ends up being. I, again, I don't really know too much about the games; I've only seen little bits and bobs. So, uh, looking forward to see how that turns yeah. out. Not too long. I'll definitely—I'll be talking about my opinions on on the podcast. I'm sure. But yes. uh, the the final uh, trailer thing we've got for this month, I want to talk about is one that I really wasn't expecting. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the big smash killer is back, which of course no. it wasn't, <laughs> because they, they always say that. But, <laughs> to, to be fair, although it never lived up to that level of ridiculous overhype people put on it, like, it was a good game. I, it was on PlayStation Plus, so I played it, and mm. it's, like, compared... When you think of the past with, like, the Nicktoons races and that, which are just complete garbage, for it to actually have like a, <laughs> a decent competitive fighter game is, is cool, and the fact that it's coming back, but this time with voice acting at launch, with a story mode in some function, and more game modes in general, like I'm glad to see it get a second chance. I'm not sure it's going to succeed because it's releasing like a week after Mario Wonder and Spider Man, but uh, it's still neat to see them try. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I agree, like, the the attempt is definitely appreciated, and, and you know, mm. uh, the more we move away from the Smash Bros comparisons, the better, because it's just cool to see, and like, more than anything else, I think it's just like, it's just really funny, like, that trailer was one of the best ones I've seen in recent years. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> the, of course, um, we've got Squidward coming, which was into the game, which was a big focus mm-hmm. of the trailer, and they just, they know their stuff, because I'm... I don't get many opportunities to talk about it on the podcast, but I am a huge Spongebob nerd. I grew up basically only watching Spongebob. So like, I picked out all the things like, yeah, they had him doing the Krakatoa from his Captain Magma when he yeah. becomes that superhero in Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 4. They they have all sorts of ridiculous things. The handsome Squidward, of course, is there. Doing like the whole twirl dance into the pole he does from that episode. They, they really know their stuff, and it shows. And that that kind of personality is what makes a fighter like Smash Bros, you know. So it's good to see that they're embracing that side of it. And Jimmy Neutron too, which is a, which is a fun one.
1: Yeah, they've so clearly put a lot of thought into this. Um, mm. it's, it's... How do you describe it? Um... I'm losing my words now. But <laughs> it's kind of in the same essence of how Smash Bros. derives a lot of cool different references from the Nintendo series. Yeah. Uh, Nicktoons is doing this, but obviously, you know, it's it's a different form of media that they're drawing th- from. But the fact that they do like half of it through memes, or it feels like memes in a te- in a sense... I don't know. There's just something really cool about it, and I'm glad that they didn't just give like really basic move sets, and they did include genuine like pop culture references. It's very cool to see. It's like it if is. one of Mario's taunts became "Do the Mario." You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> we can only imagine. We're, we're going to be talking about the future of Smash Bros. a little bit down the line, actually, and that pretty much sums it up. That's all they need to add. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very it's fun to truth. see. I I do. It'll be interesting, even though I'm probably not going to pick this up, I'll play it if it comes to PS Plus again or something. But um, I am interested hmm. to see who else they add. You know, like, um, I don't think Timmy Turner was in the first game, and Fairly Your Parents was a big childhood series of mine, so I feel like that's got to be in there or something. So, um, Yeah that's... there's more they can add, uh, for sure. But let's, actually, let's segue right onto that then. So our final topic here is Smash Bros, actually. Of all things, um, because Sakurai, um, continuing to make great YouTube content, and he did a video talking about um, Smash Bros. Brawl's development and how they sort of put a team together for that. But the the main takeaway from this is how he ended it, talking about how he, in general, doesn't know what the future of Smash Bros. will be. But the main sort of thing he implied here was that he can't see it done without him. And whereas a lot of the previous Smash Bros. games, he's always said, like, this is going to be my last one, and then it never ends up being it, he almost seemed like he was on board for making a new one at some point, he just didn't know what it could be or what they should do. Which, I don't know, what do you think of all that, Kai? Like, his thoughts on that or what you think Smash Bros could do, I guess.
1: I was surprised going into the video because I, I didn't think that that was the approach he was going to take. Like, Me I neither. thought for sure he was just gonna say, we're done with it now, stop asking. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it was very interesting to listen to how Smash Bros Brawl was created in that video. Uh, And the process that went into that weather just didn't tell him that it was being made. Uh, So, yeah, I think that it's very curious that he did say there's a possibility of a future, but with the emphasis being on who's directing it. Because, of course, like we've said, the importance of these things is how much care gets put into them and and attention uh, from the right person who's leading the job. Yeah. And he can only currently see himself in that role. They've not found that person to reliably take over and do a good job because of course the stakes are so high for a Smash game. Yeah. So <laughs> it, I I understand it. I understand obviously they're going to give a couple of years because the, we we're not going to get another Smash Bros game on the Switch. It would be the next Nintendo console. Um mm. I, and and who knows what they're gonna do for it? Uh, of course, we're always playing for some form of
0: good story mode. Um, just port Subspace Emissary. I'll I'll accept it. You know <laughs> what? what yeah, <laughs> give give us
1: Subspace Deluxe. Like we just with extra oh. levels for the new characters to join. God, in. I yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'll, I'll, like I'll take it at this point. I'll take anything. Um, but yeah, no. Um, it's it's interesting that he's going to possibly continue the series later down the line, and I guess it's something maybe to address when we get closer to that point when there is a new console. We can then say, well, with this new console's capabilities, what further ideas can we put forward? Yeah, and now, it, we don't really know.
0: <laughs> exactly, we we could endlessly speculate, and of course, the main big thing is, do they? You know. If they're if they're gonna start cutting the roster, how do you make something better than Ultimate? You have to do something different. But and I mean Sakurai sort of addresses that himself, I believe, talking about doing something differently and what you what you would do differently, but who yeah. knows what that would be at this point. Um story, get, like I said, story's always potential, but either way, like Smash Ultimate, I'm again as much as I would love story, and heck, I would just take it if they ported Smash Ultimate and added new characters. Like I would be fine with that. But as is, like I, there's still so much content in that game. I never get bored of playing it. If if a friend's like, "Hey, do you want to play Smash Bros?" Hell yeah, I would do. You know, it's it's yeah, it's just yeah. perfection. So um, I'm in no rush really. And until then, we you know we have Nickelodeon or Starball too, right? So uh... <laughs> yeah, true. No, no.
1: <laughs> I, I think it is just like you say though. Like they, the, as you said in the video, they would need to do something drastic to really make this a new game because at this point Ultimate feels very refined. It has it, of course, all of the characters from before and it yeah. still holds up very well now years down the line. So they would need to do something completely different in this new game to distinguish it because right now I would fear that it would just be a, uh, Ultimate with very little added content. So Sakurai obviously wouldn't let that happen so let's just... See what happens,
0: yeah? I mean, because it's weird to think about, but Smash Bros. end of this year, it's going to be five years old, isn't it? I mean, it came out December 2018, I think. Oh, goodness, that's Which true. is aging <laughs> me as, as I say <laughs> it, but um, it's it is, you know, it's it's, it's the thing is, it doesn't feel old. I mean, even like I remember, it, it's weird to think about because I on my like my old channel, which is all it's taken down, so you can't watch anything. Don't even try. No, but um, nintendo like... <laughs> quiet you. <laughs> but um, I had and I can still watch them. I had videos of me reacting to like the Smash Bros. Four debut trailer, and it's weird. To think it in some ways it doesn't feel that long ago, but like it's weird to think back then I was playing Smash Bros. Brawl, which I've been I've been playing since I was like ten. You know, and that game yeah. at the time it didn't feel old. That felt, you know, and it's the exact same with Ultimate, even though it's been five years, it feels kind of timeless. So, I, you know, 4 to Ultimate was a very unique situation where there was a new game within about five years, less than that even maybe, but um, I don't feel like we we need one at the moment, so we'll, we'll, we'll tell eventually, but um, I'm content for now at least. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think we're good for now. I don't feel the need for a new one. Um, we just have to wait. I, I think it's got to be the next console, right? So we'll just see yeah. when that happens.
0: Let let him make Kid Icarus 2 before then. We can dream. Please! <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> but, um, that is it for our news for this month's podcast. So, uh, But we're not done yet because we, of course, have our final segment of the podcast, Games Time Baby where we discuss any games that we've been playing throughout the month. And um, look, first of all, of course, we preface this to usual. We're both still playing Tears of the Kingdom. It's ongoing. <laughs> We're not there yet. God, but um, I don't know. I feel like I might be done with it by next month, but I don't want to guarantee that, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know how you're doing, Kai. I know you said you haven't played it in a bit, so <laughs> uh,
1: I'd be lucky to finish it before this year ends. At this point, <laughs> with how much fair. I'm trying to do in it. Yeah. Very
0: fair point. Oh, but um, <laughs> it's it's I I do at least have something to talk about. Other than that, but I'm gonna let you go first, Kai, because I know you had something that you something small you played in the meantime. Uh, do you want to let that one? Yeah, go?
1: well, something small in multiple meanings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tried the Pikmin 4 demo, and obviously the full game is out now. I've not picked it up yet. I'm, I am planning to, I think, mm. but, you know, once Zelda's done. Um, but yeah, no, in the meantime, I played the demo on stream, and it was fun. Um, I think the demo does suffer from tutorial hell. There's yes. well, not even necessarily tutorial hell, it's just there's a lot of unnecessary dialogue that feels like it should be skipped, mm. um, or at least be made optional in some sense. You know, have have your data guides for basic information so that experienced players can just go right through.
0: It or was at the very competing least at the
1: beginning of the game toggle it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was competing with Inazuma Eleven for becoming a visual novel for a little bit at the start there. But uh... <laughs> it was,
1: it was, and I, I grew very tired of that quickly. But. Um, In terms of the gameplay itself, it seemed good. You know, you've got more of the same classic Pikmin of exploring the world, getting a new Pikmin in. Um, There's the cool stuff like the modern house, which is going on, you know, Pikmin types. Mm. Ochi is there. Um, And, you know, dungeons, which I never really got to fully explore, but they're kind of back from Pikmin 2. And that's that's a good thing because it's, it, it expands how much content is in the game by a lot. Um, yeah, it's like if Skyrim, it's like Skyrim with or without caves and dungeons. In that, it's a very different size game. Um. So yeah, of course I didn't get to experience the whole thing. Um. I guess in general, to preface this, I played a lot of Pikmin Free on the Wii U, and I played using the gamepad where you touch the gamepad screen with your stylus. And I really, really liked that gameplay style, even though most people (laughs) would just like, just use the Wii Remote. Um, But I only ever used the gamepad. So I got really worried coming to Pikmin 4 because I was like, oh, I have to use a controller now. I'm not really sure. But I picked Mm -hmm. it up very quickly and I actually quite like it. Um, Of course, it can be a little bit jank at times, but in general, it was pretty reliable. I had no real complaints. So yeah. yeah, game looks clean, sounds clean, uh, plays clean. Just get rid of some of those text boxes, and I think you're good to go.
0: I mean, the thing is, like, I cause I'm not really much of a Pikmin fan. I've I've only tried to play one and never finished it because it's too hard yeah. and scares me. But um, it's like I played this demo and like I outside of like I did get a bit frustrated with the text stuff, but a lot of it seemed good. But I was a bit like unsure. You know, I was like, I don't know how Pikmin fans are gonna receive this, but looking at I don't know if you've been following the critics' reviews, Kai, but people are raving about this game, like yeah. apparently it's like people are saying it's genuinely like a game of the year contender for them, and like easily the best Pikmin experience. Apparently it's quite long as well for a Pikmin game, reaching up to like 30-40 hours if you want to do everything. Which um it's I was surprised by quite how positive the reception was for this. So clearly people are loving it which is, again, because I was a bit unsure how it would be received, especially after, you know, all these years waiting for it. There's definitely been a, a long time since it was first announced. But I'm glad to see it seems to be living up to the hype. So I'm sure when you get around to it, you'll probably love it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it seems really good. I think my one of gripe with it, which I've not really seen talked about much, is There's not really, this might be changed during the game, I only know this from the demo, but Mm. I was sorely missing having multiple captains to play around with, and specifically using the go here command with them so that I could be multitasking, that was like my favourite part, you know, I have different captains with different jobs, and they all go off and do them, and I was like, oh, that adds a whole new layer to Pikmin. Uh, And it's the reason I've never really been that interested in the first two games, because although they have their own merits, I Mm. want to be able to direct one captain while I do another thing. You can't really do that in Pikmin 2 a lot of the time. You just have to leave someone where they are. Um, And in Pikmin 4, of course, you have Ochi, who I think you can do the go-here command with. But, of course, it's not the same, so... Yeah, uh, maybe that changes into the game. I'm not actually sure, but uh, for now, it's like uh, you know. It's it also taken takes away some of my top.
0: Because I know free um free deluxe actually added lo- local Co-op, which was apparently a really fun way to play the game. But yeah. I know that's not back. Local Co-op is just like a um. I think it's like along the lines of player two in Mario Galaxy. You know where they control a the little pointer and that. It's it's that kind of yeah. thing. I think, which is a shame. Yeah, you get a gun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just. Mow down those uh, uh, enemies. I I nearly said Octrox. So I'm like I'm too much Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> too much. <laughs> but um, it's it's a shame because I thought that could have been not that I have anyone local to play it with anyway. Let's be real. But um, that's a neat feature that's gone. But apparently, it seems that people think the trade off is worth it. I suppose given how well it's received. So um, yeah, neat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. Like when I play it, I'll let you know. Obviously, um, yeah. But I'm I'm glad people are enjoying it. Definitely, it's been a, been a very long wait for yes. this game to exist. So it, at least it's being received better than like Battle League, which was the other one I was really hoping for in every direct.
0: <laughs> I don't know, maybe. May... I just I can just dream that we'll get Hey Pikmin two one day. That's uh, that's the goal. I'd probably enjoy that more to be honest. That's probably more my speed. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, as as for myself, actually, what what I have been playing this month is uh, I sort of it's, it's funny because over the past few years, I've sort of been playing, you know, the Professor Layton series on and off and and talking about it, doing a replay of that. And I've been playing Ace Attorney for the first time. So it only made sense that I would eventually get around to playing Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright on the 3DS. I mean, oh, it's good. It's damn good. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, when you think about it, it kind of, it makes so much sense that you have, you know, the two pointy boys who solve mysteries. Both known for their, like, you know, sort of over-the-top quirky characters and sense of humor and that. And you just, you take the court cases of Ace Attorney and replace the investigation with Leighton-style exploring and puzzles and it just works, like, it's like some of the best gameplay of both parts, you know, both series combined into the perfect package and I'm so glad that I was able to try this out, I mean, it's you, you can't get it on them anymore unless you buy it second hand because, uh, goodbye eShop. But uh, mate, Maybe they'll release it on the Switch one day. Who, who knows? They, both series are making a bit of a comeback. But um, I'm glad I was able to pick it up. Especially because it actually makes really good use of the 3DS. Like, I've never played an Ace Attorney game in 3D before. But with like the objections popping out at you and the, the entire town you visit of Labyrinthia being so beautifully designed and that. It, exploring it really was a treat on the 3DS. Especially with... Special shout-out to music, of course, which is always good in both these series. So you include remixes from both of them and you're onto some god-tier stuff. But um yeah. it's just, as well as, you know, looking and sounding great, it is just so much fun to play. I mean, it is very much the broader story is Leighton. Full-on, ridiculous, batshit crazy Leighton. I mean, to, down to the point that you go to a town and there's some mystery about the town you have to solve. Which is every single other latent game, and yep. just like every other single latent game, the uh, actual explanation is complete ridiculous bullshit, but in the best way possible. And I won't spoil hey, it. When
1: you were going into that final case and yeah. you were explaining to me, I told you just one thing: <laughs> it's a latent game. <laughs> it is. It absolutely
0: is. But um, it it really works. Like it not to dunk on Miracle Mask too much, because I thought it was still alright. But that game, I kind of fell a bit flat for me, the story. I just, I didn't really care too much about the mystery. But I really loved Labyrinthia. Just having this like medieval style town with witch trials is such an interesting concept and take on the court system. But Mm -hmm. all all the little moments from it and trying to unsolve the riddles and not that you can ever predict it or see it coming, but it all just fell to place really well for me. And even, of course, the individual trials as well, um, are just your classic Ace Attorney style of escalating so quickly and going from zero to a hundred in, in a matter of seconds. With the added depth of magic and having to solve cases based on how magic works is a really unique way of doing it. Not to mention, like, this, this game experiments with some stuff, late, you know, Great Ace Attorney would later pick up, such as multiple witnesses at the stands and that is really this game's main Ace Attorney gimmick, because it goes wild with it by the end. It is bonkers how many witnesses you're switching between. <laughs> but, um in like the best way possible. And... I mean, of course, the, the fact that seeing the dynamic of Leighton always knowing what's going on with Phoenix Wright just bullshitting his way through things and trying to catch up, it, its it provides a lot of humour, as you would expect, but also this... This story goes places I really did not expect them to go. I I obviously can't mm. say anything because spoilers, but it gets dark and has so many moments where like can they do that? Are they allowed to do that? To this character? <laughs> it's uh constantly surprising. And the way it deals with that and having like moments where, you know, Phoenix Wright and Luke get to spend time together and have a heart to heart, and Leighton and Maya have a little dynamic between them as well it constantly changes that and provides really interesting looks at the characters that you don't get even in the main series Mm -hmm. and a special thing as well like the 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 individual because ace attorney is known for having more of the smaller stories being the bigger deal and that still holds up here where each of the characters in the court cases you really feel for them and what happens to them all this without spoilers everything to do with the character of beljuke was really like that hit really hard, that stuff. Like um, yeah. there's so many great moments in there and that trial in particular, but it it was just great. It was all around, like 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 I said at the mm-hmm. start, it just sort of hit the peaks of both series and then combined them together in the way that accentuated both of them. And it it's it's hard to top. Like this is up there with like Great Ace Attorney for me as, you know, one of my favourites of these kind of games it really just nailed every direction. Uh, God, it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you say, it's the perfect collaboration of these two styles. I-, I won't repeat it, but mm. it is just a really, really good combination and you couldn't ask for better. And it delivers, because I feel like they could have very easily gone sort of a more boring route in this, where they just go, you know, they just go on a, like a really average adventure, and the cool part is that it's, all these characters, but yeah. no, they actually at the third angle of having an entirely original story with entirely original characters on top of everything else, with Labyrinthia yeah. and everything there. That's what makes it cool to me, is, like... Because Leighton... I mean, Leighton has, like, stuff that looks supernatural, but it never has, like, just raw medieval magic. And mm. neither does uh, Phoenix Wright either... Um, but it's, it's one of those things where you think both series easily have dipped their toes into that kind of thing and they just throw it into an all-out story. It, it feels like a full Leighton game and it feels like a full Phoenix Wright game. Yeah. And That's what I like about its it, it hasn't relied on being a collaboration. It uses that, makes both series better, like you say, and then mm. also does something new with it. It's, it's one of the best collaborations I've ever seen. Maybe the best... It might game be in, like, like collaboration in terms of what it delivers.
0: But even like even before you get into the crossover stuff, which is of course the best part of it, like the fact that you you sort of start with a section from each of their perspective to sort of ease into both gameplay styles, and like the the Ace Attorney case that is sort of your tutorial one is one of the best Ace Attorney cases out there. I thought <laughs> like it's so yeah. much fun the one on the ship um, with like the chef and everything. It's uh... It, it's so much personality and so much, you know, like, the breakdown's hilarious. It, it's, all, it's got so much voice acting as well, more than I expected. Um, like, even more than, like, Great Ace Attorney had in that. It was really cool to see some of those lines and, you know, have... The animated cutscenes were really neat as well when we got them. It's... It just, like, there was so much effort and love put into this from both series. And I really, like, if they're struggling to think of what to do next for... Ace Attorney, make a sequel to this, make another one, like, Yeah. you really can't go wrong.
1: I mean, Leighton's <laughs> cool. making a comeback as well, of course, with New World of Steam, so like, yeah. it's not impossible, <laughs> it's, it's genuinely got a chance, and it, I feel like it wouldn't be too difficult to do in a way, like, you know, mm. you just do more of an original story featuring both sides, you, you just follow the same reasons why this game has been so good. And do it yeah. again, <laughs> and I would be okay with that. Um, you know, I add a couple new concepts in concepts in there, of course, and maybe a couple other characters for each of the series. Make your new original story. But as follow, as, as long as you follow that reason why people love this game so much, yeah, just do another one, honestly. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it was just really generally like this is a this is a serious contender for like one of my favorite games I have played this year in a year full of heavy hitters, you know. And, mm. like, I, I could make some small criticisms, you know, things like, I, I loved all the original characters, but I feel like some of them could have used a bit more. Like, I think Dark Lord could have used a bit more earlier on in the story. And I've, that yeah. would have been nice to see, because I really liked that character. And I feel like Barnum's story wraps up a little bit quickly, you know. So there's little small bits like that, where, but when your main complaint is, complaint is I want to see more of these characters, that's a good complaint to have. So, <laughs> Hmm. And it's such a minor one in the grand scheme of things because it, it just nails it in ev- like in every aspect of the game really. So, God, it was good. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, very
1: very solid game.
0: Yes, and I've I've got the soundtrack on repeat now. It's god tier. <laughs> but that is pretty much it really for this podcast. I'm guessing you don't have any other games this month to talk about, Kai. Just to double check.
1: <laughs> That's all for me.
0: Yep, yeah, that's it. So um, thank you so much everyone for watching. Nice, shorter one. It happens every now and then. But um, in the meantime, of course, if you want to catch us elsewhere, Kai, where can people find you at?
1: First off, I, I like how a 40-minute video is now one of our short ones. <laughs> it is. It shows how much we waffle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh...
1: Um, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Ryan now playing through Inazuma 11.3, which I'll probably talk about, like, either next month or the month after, mm-hmm. um, finishing the trilogy. Uh, also, again, my YouTube is up, as usual, all of my Xenoblade stuff is there, so... Feel free to look at that. Um, nothing new is being posted, but there's like what 120 something videos <laughs> yeah. I've already posted. I think I think it's like 150 maybe at this point. There's a lot
0: there. <laughs> Absolutely, check it out. There will be links in the description below. As well as a link to our friend Sam, our graphic designer, who makes all the logos and thumbnails for our channel. And he's coming to England, so God help us. But uh. In the meantime as well, of course, for Bunch of Jokers, we'll have more content coming, we'll have our monthly podcast, the first Sunday of each month. We have... we don't really know what else really, but Tears of the Kingdom coverage eventually. Gameplay mm-hmm. series like Shrine will be coming down the line, there's some Mario Party maybe, and discussions and reactions on any big Nintendo Directs that happen and whatnot. So all of that you can find on Bunch of Jokers, either on YouTube or audio-only versions on Spike... Uh, yeah podcasting sites, such as Spotify, etc. cetera. Um, but that's it for now. So we'll see you guys in the next video. Goodbye.
1: See ya. Oh God, Sam is on a flight here right now.